Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 18th of March 2022. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we'll bring you the five news items that happened today that you need to know about. Let's jump into it. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished the day up 0.6% to 7,294 points after a surge in the final few minutes of trading. It was very much a day for the miners. The oil and gas groups rose along with commodity prices with Woodside up nearly 3% and Santos up more than 1.5%. The best on the day was Paladin Energy, which finished up 6.7%. The big miners, BHP, Rio Tinto and Fortescue Metals also did well on the back of higher iron ore prices, as did the tech sector. That was led by WiseTech Global. Most of the banks took a bit of a breather after a good run this week, while the big supermarkets were lower as well. The gold diggers fell back as the price of the precious metal headed towards 1900 US dollars an ounce, and consumer discretionary stocks were among the worst performers. Oil prices jumped 8% over the past 24 hours after the International Energy Agency warned about the outlook for the market. Brent crude pushed back above 100 US dollars a barrel. There'll be no help at the petrol bowser. And the Aussie dollar finishes the week, trading just under 74 US cents. Story number two, the major political news today revolved around bullying claims against Labor's Senate leadership. The group of Katie Gallagher, Penny Wong and Christina Keneally denies it bullied and ostracised the late Senator Kimberly Kitching. Senator Kitching died of a heart attack last week. There have been reports alleging her treatment by party colleagues, as well as uncertainty over her pre-selection, contributed to her stress. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said the opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, should look into the allegations. Story number three, New South Wales police are investigating a fire at one of Telstra's mobile sites for its 5G network in the town of Mullumbimby in northern New South Wales, which was hit by floods three weeks ago. Now, Telstra has come under constant criticism in the area from anti-5G activists, and the fire disabled mobile reception for thousands of customers. A local Telstra manager said it appeared that the fire was a selfish act of vandalism. Why are we talking about it on Fear and Greed? Well, there is a constant undercurrent of misinformation and online conspiracies about health risks involving 5G, and it's booming. Now, Telstra believes it can push through the opposition, but as the fire shows, in some areas of the country, it's pretty ferocious. Story number four, one of Vladimir Putin's most senior military commanders has been arrested after the Russian president promised to purify Russia of traitors. With around 7,000 Russian troops now killed in Ukraine, including three generals, there are increasing signs of unrest within Russia's armed forces. Mr Putin appeared on TV and said, and I quote, Russian people are able to distinguish between true patriots and scum and traitors and simply spit them out like a fly that flew into their mouths. Maybe. But the war isn't going so well for him. Meanwhile, US President Joe Biden is due to speak to his Chinese counterpart, Xi Jinping, tonight. And the New York Times is reporting, he'll tell Mr Xi, that the US will punish China if it gives military aid to Russia. And locally, Australia has sanctioned two more Russian oligarchs, and these two have investments in assets in Australia. It creates uncertainty for a major gas project in the Northern Territory controlled by Origin Energy, and for Rio Tinto-controlled Illumina Queensland, which operates out of Gladstone. Story number five comes from the United Kingdom. The Bank of England this morning raised its benchmark interest rate to 0.75%, back to pre-coronavirus levels. It follows the US Federal Reserve lifting its official rate earlier in the week. The biggest news out of the Bank of England decision was that the central bank said more rate hikes might be needed, whereas most market watchers thought they'd indicate that they 
would be needed. One word, very important though. Next to the US Fed's words two days ago and the fact that the Bank of Japan today did not move on rates, it suggests that central banks around the world might not be quite as confident about global growth as they were four weeks ago and may not lift interest rates quite as much as expected. Of course, the local central bank, the Reserve Bank of Australia, hasn't moved yet. That's it for the afternoon report for Friday the 18th of March 2022. Michael Thompson, Adam Lang and I will be back tomorrow morning for the Saturday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.